Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me is the other co-editor of Behind the Steel Curtain, Dave Schofield. And we're missing someone, in case you didn't realize it. Mr. Brian Anthony Davis is out battling everyone for the last, I don't know what the big toy is now. What would that be? I can't even remember what the toy was in Jingle All the Way. What was no, it? I, <laughs> I can't remember. Big Bros in live chat. He knows what it was. He knows what it was. I've only seen that movie a couple times. I I did not like that movie at all. Uh, just to make that statement. But you know what? He's not with us. He's out doing his thing. We told him to take the day off. So there you have that. Let's talk about this upcoming game with the Indianapolis Colts. It's a huge game for a lot of reasons. Um, let's talk X Factor. Let's go offense first because the offense is absolutely dreadful. Uh, who's your X factor in this game offensively, Dave? Oh man, this is, this is where I miss Brian because Brian always talked for a little bit and then gave an answer why I had a chance to think about it, but uh, offensive X factor, I am going to go with the offensive line as a whole, because we, people were saying, Oh, well they pass protect. Well, they just don't run block. Well, they didn't, really pass protect all that well last time you can some you know what jeffrey's been saying for a long time that it's it takes a different kind of person to play next to al villanueva because of his style of play that you can see there wasn't much chemistry there especially with the person's change in every series um that if the offensive line can get things going both protecting ben against a very good um defensive front of the Colts and being able to run the ball against a very good defense in front of the Colts. That's going to be the most important for the offense. Huh. 
for my X factor, and I, I like yours, by the way. I'm gonna, I, you gotta go. I, it's Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, you yes. didn't say it, but it's Ben Roethlisberger. It has to be. He's played poorly. I think that the Steelers definitely need to consider how they want to handle uh, his workload this week. Not so much, and just plays that he feels like he can run effectively. And you know, people talk about his arm strength. I was just thinking about this. I wanted to get your opinion, Dave. Some of the throws he makes are the longest throws in, in for a quarterback. You know, you're talking about from an opposite hash and out pattern to the other sideline. That's a long throw, mm-hmm. and yet he's struggling getting the ball down the field. It just doesn't make much sense to me. So I'm going to say Ben Roethlisberger. Typically, he does bounce back after duds like he had on Monday night. They're going to need him to. They're going to need him to bounce back if they have any chance of winning against the 10-win Colts coming into town. Let's go to defense. Who's your defensive X factor? Oh, see, this is interesting because it's it's the Colts passing that's their strength, um, if I do recall that correctly. Yeah, it's their their pass offense is, other than points, that's the only one that's ranked in the top 10 of the NFL. So I'm going to say, um, I will go with Minka. I will go with Minka Fitzpatrick back there in, in the middle doing, doing their thing because I'm going to leave some obvious choices to you. Um, just because I want to see how the Steelers respond to this passing game because I feel like they didn't have any passing attack coming against them the last week because I'm like if they that was the most frustrating things because if if they if the offense would have done their job and got the Steelers the lead and forced the Bengals to have to pass the ball that's how this team would have gotten turnovers that's how they would have got sacks and takeaways and things like that but because the offense completely left the defense hanging out to dry and allowed the Bengals to do what they wanted to do rather than what the Steelers dictated for them to do that was a problem so i'm going to say minka in the back end seeing if he can uh um get old man rivers to 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 think one thing and convince him to make a throw that he can then come and make a play on old man rivers <laughs> I, you know, this isn't even an X factor. I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm looking forward to this matchup mm-hmm. and it, I was, I was kind of upset that the Colts player on that end of the matchup was on the injury report for the Colts. He was limited with it. I think an ankle. That'd be one Quentin Nelson versus one Cam Hayward. Oh my goodness. Cam, Cam Hayward last year. year made him look like a fool and this made national news. Yeah. I mean, you had people on the NFL network saying Quentin Nelson isn't that good. If you get manhandled like this by Cam Hayward, like Cam Hayward is a grown man going against Quentin Nelson. Don't th- Quentin Nelson is really good. First and foremost. Yes. Don't think that he doesn't know that and isn't really ready for this game. And well, so I'm going to be watching in the trenches because I want to see Cam old man strength going up against Quentin Nelson, who's going to want that pancake. If he can get a pancake on Cam, you know he's going to want to just drive him into the earth. But what are you going to say, Dave? Well, first of all, my brother is right. You had a bad moment there. Your X factor for the Steelers' defense is Quentin oh, Nelson. Oh, come on. No, it's <laughs> not Cam. No, get out it's of here, Cam Hayward. No one asked you. No, that game last year. <laughs> well, remember, Cam Hayward did not knock Jacoby Brissett out of that game directly. He right. did it indirectly. He right. drove Quentin Nelson back into him so bad that Nelson took out Percent. Yeah. That's the game that showed everyone that you cannot try, don't even try to handle Cameron Hayward for a game one-on-one. Because the work. best guard in the NFL is going to get embarrassed trying that one-on-one matchup, then no one else should even bother. 
So that's the one thing that we have to remember here. Are they going to see if they can leave Quentin Nelson on an island again with Cam Hayward? If they do, I'm looking for Cam to win that one. If they have to give their best lineman help, which they don't have to give him help any other time, that's going to change how they block things up front, which could change some, maybe some other people are going to be able to come and open things up. Yeah. So I don't know. Was that who you were? I was. You were expecting me to go. Um, I thought you might. No, I love that answer. If we should come together and say, what do we think Brian would say? Do you know what Brian would say? <laughs> Brian's going to say inside linebacker, which I think is a good one. You know, I thought Brian would say something like DJ Finney from the Bengals. <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. No, Brian. <laughs> Brian's going. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. Probably somebody off the Chargers. <laughs> you know what I mean? To somehow relate it to Old Man Rivers. It's not nice of us to make fun of a guy who's not even here. To I know, him. but yeah, but see, that's another one. Is just is how the Steelers handle the inside linebacker position. I didn't feel like I could answer it that way because I answered for an entire position group on offense, and I just felt that would be cheating if I did I it for it. both. I get it. Yeah. All right. So there you have our X factors. It's going to be a cool big game this week. Big yeah. game. Let's talk about some over under. You ready, Dave? Oh yeah. All right. Let's go with Steelers passing yards. I tried to think outside the box a little bit, to give some different categories. Some are the same categories I always do, but this is a little bit different. Steelers passing yards in this game. I had the over under line set at two fifty. Dave, you taking over or under? Believe it or not, I two fifty. That's a lot higher than I thought you were going to set it. I thought I was thought I'd be going over on this one, but you said it higher. I'm gonna I'm gonna go about two twenty five. I'm gonna go slightly under. Okay, I'm gonna go over because I think that the I think the Steelers might connect on a couple big plays. I think that's that would be nice. But yeah. to throw that in there, the passing defense is the. It's not that it's bad, but it is it is the the weaker part of the Indianapolis Colts because they're ranked fifth in run defense, yeah. but 17th in pass defense. 17th so, isn't bad. That's middle of the road, but it's still but not. When you compare it to fifth in the run defense, exactly. it's my goodness. Not, not top 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ben Roethlisberger touchdown passes one and a half over under. Under. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared for your prediction now. I'm yeah. going to say over. I'm going to say over because I think if the Steelers are going to score, it's going to be via the, the pass. So I think it's going to be over. Uh, Steelers sacks. That means the Steelers defense sacking old man rivers, uh, line set at two and a half. That's, that's not, I don't, my people, some might say, wow, that's kind of low. The Steelers haven't been getting after the quarterback at the same clip recently. And also the Colts are really good, uh, pass blocking. Dave, what do you think over under? This is the perfect storm. This is under, this is when the streak ends. Whoa, no way. I just, gave you, is, I just gave I just gave you my 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 bold gosh, prediction. I went ahead that, and gave it. I don't now, think and here's why it's a perfect it's a perfect storm because the Steelers give up the least amount of sacks in the NFL, the culture second. Yeah. These are the teams that give up the least amount of sacks. We know the Steelers did not get a lot of sacks on old man rivers the last couple of times they played because he will get rid of the ball and live to play another day rather than take the take a sack. He'll throw it away. That's what he'll do. On top of that, the Steelers can have a better chance of getting a sack if they're playing with the lead. And the way their offense has been playing, especially early, this is not a game that you're going to assume that the Steelers are going to have the lead. So I think that perfect storm of things, I really want to say one. I really just hope they get one, but I would not be shocked if the streak ends. 
there's something about Philip Rivers. Well, there, <laughs> I can't stand Philip Rivers. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, the the movie Step Brothers when Will Ferrell is working with his brother's company, and they go, "There's something about your face. I don't know what it is. I just want to." punch you right in the suck hole and he goes is there anything i can do about that he goes no it's your face it's philip rivers i can't really point why no, I that's wang arms <laughs> something about your face um i'm gonna say over i actually okay. think that the steelers streak can t- i think they get oh, three I, I hope so i really do because i've watched the colts the past few weeks and just because it's a game that i'm interested in not like i'm doing film review of the cult <laughs> and He's been holding on to the ball a little bit longer than he normally has. T.Y. Hilton's become more of a factor. They're trying to get the ball down the field. You do that, that's when the Steelers can get after you. Phil Rivers is a statue. He can't move. All right, He's not even like Ryan Finley in terms of mobility. Um, but you get to him, but you're right. He'll, he'll throw it away. He'll throw he, it away. When, when he goes up against a team that he knows has an amazing pass rush, now, unless because he's on a different – this is the difference. This is now the Colts and not the Chargers. The and this might have just been the offensive philosophy of who he was working with. So I don't know. But when he was with the Chargers, their philosophy was the Steelers are really good at getting after the quarterback. Don't worry about the, We'd rather have an incompletion than a sack. Get rid of the ball if you have any pressure. I don't know if the Colts are going to keep that same philosophy, but that's just what I always have in my mind when it comes to Rivers. Yeah, and then I don't know if they're going to allow, like when he was with the Chargers last year, they're going to allow the left tackle to get a false start every single passing play. Yeah. <laughs> They've been, hey, I, I said this. You did say it. I listened. When it comes to holds, they're going to call holds on running plays. But the NFL wants to protect their quarterbacks and they want to see all these passing yards. They've basically decided they're not calling, they're rarely calling holding yeah. on, on passing plays. Yeah. They're just not doing it. They want points. Okay, next one. Sacks surrendered by the Steelers. We're going to say one and a half over under, Dave. Um, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say one. That is the one thing when it comes to the Colts that they aren't like fantastic at sacking the quarterback. They're middle of the road uh, in the NFL. They're tied for 15th. So I'm going to say under that they – I, I think they'll get one. The biggest thing that's going to change that is if the Steelers have to go completely one-dimensional and throw the ball like crazy, I think that could give them an advantage to maybe give up more than that. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go under with one. All right, next one, Steelers rushing yards. I went a little aggressive with this considering the the Colts are good against a run. Mm -hmm. I actually said 85. Okay. Over under 85. That's a – I'm really regretting this. If I were – if I'm a Vegas bookie, we're moving that line quick because I, I think I made a mistake. But Dave, what do you think? Here you go. I'm going to shock you with this one. I'm going to say it depends. It depends. No. <laughs> I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> yeah. No, but then how I'm, how I'm going to say it, it depends on who are the Steelers going to actually run as their featured runner. Are they going to go back to James Conner or are they going to stick with Benny Snell? My answer is if it's James Conner, it's under. If it's Benny Snell, it's over. I think it's under because I think the Steelers are just going to want to throw the ball in the game. Yes. I don't think it matters. I think that, you know, maybe unless you get a couple big plays, I feel like I used to think that James Conner was the only back other than Anthony McFarland, and we haven't even seen that yet, that has big play capability. Benny Snell has surprised me. He had that 29-yard run on Monday night, so. Yeah, I mean, that. and that's the thing. They're going to have to bust one, and honestly – um, 
when I really think about it, it's going to be under for either one of them. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it really is. I'll take the end. Like I said, I should have set that line at like yeah. 65 to yeah. be honest. So that would have been, that would have been a good one to go with. But yeah. 65 is too low. I think, I think it would have been 70 or 75 would have been the good market. Yeah. All right. First quarter points for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. You ready? Seven and a half. Oh, that's under. Really? Oh yeah. I'm not saying first drive. First, no, quarter. first quarter. That's under. I'll be happy if they have three in the first quarter. <laughs> This is what, what they've done to what us, is, Jeff. What is this? Is their, how they've us. What is? I'm trying to think of their biggest output in the first quarter this year. And I don't expect you to look that up. That's going to take some doing. But I uh, mean, we'll see. I'll work shoot, on it. first quarter. I, I don't think they've scored more than a touchdown in the first quarter. No, Tennessee. They did. Tennessee. Yeah. They did have more than seven because they scored on the opening drive. And I know they at least got a field goal in the first um, in the first quarter. So that's ten. I'm still going to take the under. I do think they have seven points, though. I think they score a touchdown in the first quarter. So, all right, let's go to the next one. Turnovers. The Steelers turning the ball over. Dave will set it at one and a half. What do you have? How many times they turn it over? I'm going to go over. I'm going to go two. I'm going to say under one. Takeaways. We'll set that at the same number because all of a sudden the Steelers are struggling to take the ball away. One and a half over under. I'm going to go under. I'm going to say one, though. I think they'll get one. All right, so you you have them breaking. I think they get two. I think they're going to find a way to get two. I'm not sure. Felicia, yes, I've been watching you. Did are you looking this up? What's that? Are you looking this up? The numbers for the first quarter, the highest. I'm trying to. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Seattle has two losses. It. I'm not going to do it to that point. All right. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into. I'll go ahead and lead us into our prediction part of the show, and I'll go ahead and tell you what the line is and the over under right now. Believe it or not. And every Steeler fan can believe it. Um, the The Pittsburgh Steelers are underdogs at home to the Indianapolis Colts. They are the Colts are giving the Steelers one and a half points in this game. I know it's crazy. And the over under right now is set at forty four and a half. Forty four and a half. So, Dave, do you want me to go first with my prediction, or do you want to go? Um, you can go ahead. All right, go ahead and find those numbers. You should be close to finishing up. Uh, okay. So for me, I am the eternal optimist here, people. Keep that in mind, that even in the darkest days, I am going to find the light, even if it means that I'm daydreaming. But still, I feel like this game is so important for a lot of reasons. If the Steelers win, and Dave, well, correct me if I'm wrong, if the Steelers are able to win this football game, they not only win the division, and most likely they're not going to be ahead of the Bills for the number two seed, pretty much they're going to be allocated to that number three seed. Cause they and, will have the tiebreaker on both of whoever wins the South. You're right. Correct. So whoever wins the South, they would have the tiebreaker and they the bills obviously have the tiebreaker over the Steelers. That would make week 17 essentially mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's been my goal from day one. The moment the schedule was released and I saw week 17 at Cleveland, I said, my hope is that, the Steelers don't have to worry about that game at all, period. And so with that said, that would give the Steelers a chance to rest Ben. And if I'm Mike Tomlin in week 17, if they win this game this weekend, I don't play Ben. I let him rest all week. He's not playing in the game and he's getting ready for the playoffs. That's just me. I'd rest other players too, just to give him a break. I think that the Steelers find a way when no one is giving them a chance when no one thinks they have a prayer in winning this game, 
I think that they go back to the well and find a little bit of that magic that made them 11 and 0. And when I say magic, it's winning a close game. I think the Steelers win this game 24 to 23. 24 to 23. They win it by one. It's going to be a good game. I think their defenses are going to play well because you have two good defensive game teams here. Um, I think the Steelers, I think they get, I think they get some big plays here or there. I say 24, 23 Pittsburgh, call it wishful thinking. I don't care. You may disagree. Don't care either. Um, I think they win. (laughs) Dave, what's your prediction? Okay. Well, before the prediction, do you want the answer to this question? Yeah. The Steelers have had multiple scores in the first quarter twice this season. Okay. So they've gone seven points or more twice. They they had the first time they played the Bengals, they had 12 points in the first yeah. quarter. They had two field goals, a touchdown, and they went for two and didn't get it. Got it. Okay. That's the most. They had 10 points against the Browns. Hmm. They had, but when you look back at it, they've had they had it's the 12 touchdown. What's that? It was a defensive touchdown, too, against the Ravens. It was a defensive touchdown, yes. And the first time they played the Ravens, they had seven points in the first half, and that was a defensive touchdown. But they had 12 points against the Bengals, and that's been it. They had six points against against the Ravens the second time, but that was a touchdown where they missed it. What's that? What about Tennessee? Tennessee, but remember that they had had seven points. That's all they had in the first quarter. They had seven in the second quarter. Got it. Okay. So – other than the six points they had against the very depleted Ravens on that Wednesday late afternoon game, <laughs> um, they've had zero points since Cincinnati. They, they had none against Jacksonville, none against Washington, none against Buffalo, none against Cincinnati. Okay. So they have not been, I mean, putting up massive amounts of points in the first quarter, which is crazy because until they until they played Dallas, they had scored in the first quarter of every game. There you go. At least a field goal. But then since that Dallas game, they've only had two games where they've scored the first quarter. Sheesh. So, it's bad. And they that, know it's bad. That's the kind yeah. of break. That would have been a good stat geek question for yeah. someone if they would have asked me that one for that one. But that's a good one. Okay. Um, now, on, on to my prediction. All right. I am one of those people that said, my goodness, people are, people are too much. What have you done for me lately? You know, I don't like it. You know. Ben Roethlisberger, he was definitely the problem against the Bengals. All of a sudden, everybody wants him gone. They want to talk about what free agent options are out there. People were actually talking about playing the other quarterbacks on the team right now. You know, people want to know who could the Steelers get in the draft, all this stuff from that game. I understand your frustration, but to me, that one was just that was the only one where Ben was really, really bad. But the Steelers' offense as a whole, they've been bad for four games. They really have. That's a trend, not a knee-jerk reaction. I am not ready to say that this offense is going to be fixed until they show me. Do I think the Steelers could blow the doors off of the Indianapolis Colts? I think they are capable of doing that. Do I expect to see that? No, because I expected them to blow the doors off of the Cincinnati Bengals. They broke my heart there. I expected them to blow the doors off of the Washington football team after having a bad offensive performance the week before. They, They disappointed me there. I'm not setting myself up for disappointment again. I think this is going to be a defensive battle. And the question is, can the Steelers offense do enough 
to win the battle. And for this week, I'm saying they can't. 20 to 13 Colts. Oof. I I can see it. That's a, that's a cry. I could see that. I could see it. I, I guess for me, and you kind of alluded to this too, you're just waiting for that. The, I've been flat. wrong so much. I know. I know. This call because I want to be wrong again. <laughs> they're they're flatlining. Okay. They're yeah. flatlining, and you're waiting for someone with the paddles of the AED to jumpstart them and just come on, guys. Like, like, let's wake up. Like, you know what to do. You were 11 to know. The offense was averaging 30 points. Wake up. Like, you're waiting yeah. for the wake up. And it's just a matter of if or when it happens. So we'll see. You got trivia, Dave? Uh, yeah. My trivia this time, I got to go back and actually, I've, it's it's buried because you had me looking up all these other things. Oh, there, I got it. Okay. Um, Steelers have a pretty decent win streak going up against the Colts. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since they lost to the Colts. Peyton Manning was a quarterback. Uh, yes. Yes. My question was, in the last time the Steelers lost to the Colts, they did not have a passing touchdown in that game. The Steelers did not. They had rushing touchdowns. A, a certain player had two rushing touchdowns. I got it because I'm trying to think how many, how many, um, yeah, and, and they went when they lost, and they lost that game um in the last three and a half minutes. What player had the two rushing touchdowns the last time the Steelers lost to the Colts? Hmm. It's got to be. I was going to ask when was the last game, but I think we had, you might have an idea. If you look, think of when the game was, you might be able to figure it out. It's got to be, I'm, I'm tempted to say like, it's got to be some inobscure name, you know? Um, see, Peyton Manning was with the Colts. They were still good then. That wasn't like his waning years there. Uh, so we're talking like 2000 and was that 2010? What year was that? I I will tell you this. Their last, I will say this. The last loss that they had to the Colts was since when they defeated them in the playoffs. Well, they beat them in 2005. It was after that, right? Yes. It was at Heinz Field. It was at Heinz Field. You were at that game, weren't you? Or you knew someone? Oh, no. This was before I was, before I hit games at Heinz Field. Oh, that was at Denver. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it an they lost, I'll tell you, they lost 24 to 20. I remember the game. I just can't remember who's going. Was it an inobscure name or was this like not a completely? But it's not, it's not, it's not like, not like, uh, not like Najee Davenport or Veron Haynes or um, probably a little bit better than that, but not much. Isaac Redman. No, it would be one Moweldy Moore. Oh, I was gonna guess. Yeah, I was gonna guess that. I was gonna guess that. Cody Moore had two touchdowns in that game. And, and the Dave Steelers had Dan Morris. That <laughs> was like in the nineties. Yeah, this was in what I think two thousand eight. I think this was. Yeah. Okay. Two thousand eight. Yeah, right. November game. That was the first time they played the Colts after that two thousand five playoffs. I mean, it was in two thousand six, but that two thousand five season when they beat them. That was this was the next time they played them. And the, and it it was uh, the Steelers had the lead after 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 they they kicked the field goal in the fourth quarter uh, with just under eight minutes left, and yeah, then the Colts came back and, and scored a touchdown <clears throat> just over. I remember sitting sitting there saying they gave him too much time. Yep, and they well, did. No, they, it wasn't that they gave him too much time. Then they gave the Steelers too much time. The Steelers had over three minutes. 
okay. And they got it to the Colts 27 if you, with one second left. And they tried to throw it to Nate Washington on the last play of the game. Um, and that was after they completed the pass to Boeldy Moore to get him down inside the 30. Um, and then they had to get up there and 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 run the run the play with one second left and it was intercepted. Yeah. In the end zone. Good. Hey, that's a good flashback there. Good flashback. All right, Dave, do you have a bold prediction for this upcoming game, or is it what we talked about well, earlier? I gave you one that this that the streak ends. That's a bold yep. prediction. My other bold prediction is even though James Conner returns, Benny Snell gets more carries. Oh, I mean, you would just, they could easily justify it saying he's still kind of banged up and they got to ease him back or whatever. So if they're worried about that, uh, I'm, I like that. I like that. I'd be fine with that. hundred percent fine with that. The question I have, and I'll ask you this, if James Connor's back, which we expect he will, does Anthony McFarlane even get a helmet? Probably not. I haven't dissected it yet to do my, 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 where I predict the inactives, but I always wait till the injury report to see how many players are out. It really depends on how many players are out. This isn't really a bold prediction. It's just more of a prediction. I think Vince Williams is going to sack Phillip rivers. I like that one. You know, when he comes up the gut, Phillip rivers can't go anywhere. He's done. He's dead. To that right. would be the kind of play that the yeah, Steelers would because, get a sack. Yeah. You get your outside linebackers coming around to kind of collapse the pocket and rivers can't get rid of it because Vince Williams blitzed and came right up into his ugly mug. There's something something about your face. All right, folks, I want to finish this show up. You know, the last two weeks we've talked about Christmas stuff. We talked about movies. We talked about music. It's Christmas Eve when we're recording this. If you might be listening to this the day of Christmas, uh, it still applies. Dave, I got to ask, what are some of your, if any, Christmas traditions that you have? Now, if you explain some of these on your, your Christmas memories, that's fine. You can either repeat them or you can think of something. Does your family have any type of traditions around the holiday traditions around the holiday. Well, leading up to Christmas, we always at least once all as a family go out to drive and look at Christmas lights. Mm. We have done that. I think four times so far this year to hit different places at different nights, because a lot of the signs is what else you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's been some really good Christmas displays uh, this year. I, I if you go to the stores and can't find Christmas lights, it's because everyone decided they're going to they're going to spend their time decorating more, which has been really nice for those of us that like to go yeah. look at Christmas lights. So that's something that we do, and that's also something that my wife's family always did growing up. They didn't have a lot of Christmas traditions, but that was one that they had. So we make sure that we we do that one for sure. But uh, we we don't let. I mean, we do Christmas completely together. We don't just let the kids get up and get into stuff. They don't do, they are not allowed to get out of their beds until we wake the, until we go to them. So what time is that? Is it when you wake up or do you have a set time? Do you we, set that? Oh, no. we, we do, th- we do that. It, I think for our kids now, because my kids are still younger as they, as like my youngest is five. So therefore we don't want to wake him up too early. So right now we go seven. When, what, what's that? Good. I could not get my kids to stay in bed to seven on a normal day, let alone on Christmas. See, but we, we're very, <laughs> we're very blessed with that. We have our kids trade. I mean, we don't have kids that get up before seven o'clock. Oh we don't allow gosh. that in our house. 
Yeah, wow, they wake up. (laughs) No, because our kids, if they wake up, they stay in bed. Even when they were babies, our kids did not wake up and cry for mom and dad to come get them up. They had to, they had to be okay being there and awake until it was time to get up. So that's kind of how we go. So like when we were growing up, there was times where like our parents would let us get up at like five 30, you know, that was very unusual. I mean, I, there's, there's a lot of days I have to get my daughter up at eight 30, but she's 12 going on Jeez. 17. If you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Um, that, 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 but, but, not with her tomorrow. She'll, she'll be up and ready to go, but we always do our stockings first. We talked about, I talked about this on mm-hmm. my um, Christmas memories. If you didn't listen, I would go, go check it out. Cause we have, that's just one of the things that we do in our family. Our stockings very important. Very. That's where we get our fun, useful stuff. Like I expect to get like pens and pencils and maybe some, maybe some like, Cool, cool gadgets for the car, things like that. Uh, maybe, a, maybe a five dollar DVD from the or three dollar DVD from the DVD bin at the store, or something like that. But my wife and I will share our stockings together before we go get the kids up, and then they go through their stockings. Now that's the one time they they're all allowed to look at them at the same time. But my my kids aren't allowed to go to the tree and anything and look at presents because this was something my father always did. And I do the same thing. I got to give the same answer. I did not tell this on Christmas memories and I should have is that when we build uh, an additional to our house, we now have a family room that's downstairs because I I'm in a, in a split for your house. So most of our living areas is, is upstairs and downstairs, like the garage and stuff. So now that our tree is downstairs, there's something about coming down the stairs on Christmas mm-hmm. morning. And what we always did as a kids, we, we would rotate and remember year to year whose turn it was to go first. But dad always went down the stairs first because he would like to turn on the lights, turn on the tree. And then we'd always say, dad, are you ready for us? And the answer always was, well, you can come down, but there's nothing here. <laughs> and that's what my dad would always say. So I have to say that to the kids every year. Oh, it's okay. You can come down now, but there's nothing here. And then they come down and there's one present that's not wrapped from Santa. And then all the other presents that we then do later on in the day. Yeah, That's our tradition. Yeah, I you know I have a lot of traditions. If you that was a my, long answer to a short yeah, question. If you, if you listen, if you listen to my Steelers memories, the Christmas memories episode that I did, yeah, I've, there's a lot of traditions that we have. It's always based on family, but the one thing it is very similar to what you talked about that I was going to mention in this show. My dad is also like a Christmas fanatic. All right, and um, my brother is not. He's weird. He's just like very mundane about everything. He doesn't. He, He's not like me. I'm a very emotional guy. I'm a roller coaster. You know, I get high. I love the highs. And sometimes I feel those lows too. My brother's just like a flat line. He's very boring. <laughs> I say that with love. <laughs> but my dad is like me. You know, I'm, I'm very much like my father. He would always on Christmas, we couldn't see our tree because it was downstairs, split foyer. Like in our house now, when the kids start to go down the steps, well, the, the, you look out over into the living room. You can see the, the tree and everything. And my dad would say, all right, you guys ready? And we'd be like, yeah. And he's like, all right, I got to go downstairs and make sure Santa Claus isn't still here. And so he would go downstairs and he'd turn on the tree and stuff. And we'd be like waiting at the top of the steps. Oh, my gosh, here he comes, here he comes. So I, to this day, still do the same thing with my kids. They're like, are you ready? I'm like, hold on. I got to go downstairs to make sure Santa Claus isn't still here. And so I walked on the steps and they're like at the top of the steps, like trying to peek down. It's, it's great. It's funny how you just continue those traditions, but that's just one of them. So want to get this up here, Kathy Ford. um, Thank you very much for the $5 tip. She said, because of the last show, she rented love. Actually great music, great message. Thanks. I haven't seen that movie to be honest. Uh, 
that was it that night or the next night it was on tv and my wife and i watched it again we have it's funny we have all these christmas movies on on dvd or blu-ray and yet we would prefer to watch them when they're on tv (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so hey good show appreciate your time and i appreciate all the people we had over like 160 people in this 170 at one point and here we are at noon on christmas eve So for all you people, whether you're watching live on Facebook, whether you're watching live on YouTube, or whether you're just listening to us on audio platform, from the bottom of my heart, I say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Festivus, Kwanzaa, you name it, whatever you sell. Even if you don't celebrate the holidays, I hope you have a great, great, you know, that winter, the winter season is just special for a lot of people. Yeah, New Year. Have a great New Year. Thank you, Dave, for filling in there. Um. We're going to be, we're not going anywhere in terms of the audio platform is still going to have content. The, um, the, the website's obviously still going to be churning out content that we normally do. Um, make sure you check out behind the steel curtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs, your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. And obviously make sure wherever you get your podcast, search Steelers or behind the steel curtain so that you get things like my let's ride Dave stat geek. Those are only on our audio side. So make sure you check those out. You don't want to miss that either. For all of us at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, happy holidays. And we'll be back next week on New Year's Eve to talk about Week 17. It's crazy that the season's almost over, but here we go. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. Best way to end the show. We'll see you next week, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.